Last time on Geek Force, the squad talked about the final ending, final part two. This is the end we promise of Attack on Titan. It ended what an ending it was. And they talked about the many weaves and threads of Loki season two. We'll see what we're talking about today, now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the amazing G-Squad of Marlon, Ray, and Amy. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. How's everyone doing? Good. Are we ready for uh, some celebrating with turkey later on this week? Ready for it. Food will be had. It's time to get the itis. Naps will be taken. (laughs) Itis for three days. That's literally the record um awesome well happy uh thanksgiving to some of our listeners out there if you celebrate thanksgiving um since by the time this is out it will be around that time Mm -hmm. um we have some cool topics to dive into today um first off we're gonna track back into marvel i mean i personally have taken and breaking off that uh bond with them after they did me dirty with Secret Invasion. So I am going to leave it up to me to talk more about the Marvels and then eventually Loki, if there's a connection between the two. I, I'm assuming like the finale was last week. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Or the week before. It was. It came it out was, like the same day. It was the, the same Marvels day. Came it, was, out. it was the same week. Okay. Same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh god. The Marvels. Um, the movie. The Marvels. It was better than the first one. I will give it that. Okay. It was okay. fun. Oh, it had boy. funny moments. Um they they did a good I really so I watched it in, in IMAX 3D because I was like, why not? Mm. Just because mm-hmm. it's who knows? Maybe it'll be and, and I I I that was really smart of me because the way it was shot, it really worked. Cause like, because because every you're in space for a chunk of this film, <laughs> and so you're seeing like these really beautiful shots, and you're like seeing someone like floating really close to you, then the moon over here. So it, like it looks really pretty, <laughs> and that's one thing I really appreciate as I was watching it. I was like, this looks like a pretty film. Um, there were interesting choices made. I'm not saying it's a bad film because it wasn't bad. It was fun. It was a fun film. Is it going to be like on the level of Black Panther? No, <laughs> no, not Black Panther. Um, but it definitely start. It's. Mm, I feel like Marvel's really trying to inch us closer and closer towards what we want is the fusion of the Fox uh, things that need to be brought mm. into the universe, and that's gonna be done next year with with uh, mm-hmm. uh what's his face, um, Ryan De- uh, Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. and Hugh Jackman. Deadpool. Uh, yeah, that's so that's definitely a thing. But there is a thing that happens at the very end of this movie that made me laugh out loud, and I'm pretty sure I was the loudest person because, <laughs> and I felt like the oldest person for that reason <laughs> in my theater. Um, that sets us up for what is to come. Hmm. And that hmm. is essentially what I think the whole goal of, of this film was, was hmm. to get us to that. Oh. Which okay. is fine. <laughs> it wasn't going to be like a beautiful bridge, but it was a bridge. 
And, Interesting. Um, and again, it was fun. They really did well with the whole, you know, it was, it, uh, I'm running out of words, but it was just fun. It was a fun film. Okay. Um, it was funny. I enjoyed the characters. There were a couple confusing moments for me mm. that mm. felt like they just kind of left the plot on the floor a little bit. Mm. Um, and some parts, like, I don't think you need, needed to include these things. So. Yeah, I heard there were some weird side quests. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, so. The, uh, so a lot of the. There are some elements of the first movie in this movie, like, like the actions of, of Captain Marvel kind of carry in mm-hmm. like basically her consequences for the first movie come back to haunt her in this one, but they don't feel tangible enough for me to fully believe what this is happening or why it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that was a problem for me. Um, like there's this one scene, this really long scene this really intricate scene where they're supposed to go help this planet for X, Y, and Z reasons. And they essentially fail at this. They do not, they're not successful. And so we leave this, we leave said scene and we go somewhere else. And I'm like, what happens to them? <laughs> Did they die? Oh. What happened? <laughs> like, what, like, what's going on? So that was really distracting to me because then we moved <laughs> forward in the movie. And I'm like, wait, can you explain to me what just happened? Because you went to go save these people and then you just left. So yeah. what happened? Um, do you feel like yeah. everyone got, you know, do you feel like everyone of the Marvels got a chance to represent themselves and add more to the character? Yeah, for sure. For sure. There, it felt like, you know, it was, it was cute. It was fun. It was like a little, it was like a little, if, if you and your friends made, became superheroes, this is what it would look like mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you all joined a fun little uh-huh. team together. So for those reasons, it was fun to watch. It was interesting. It, 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 it helped bring the story a little bit more to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, they, they really leaned on these characters to kind of elevate the plot that felt kind of meh mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but, you know, overall, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It was kind of in between. Mm-hmm. I, I would recommend watching it, maybe not in theaters, maybe watch it for on, on, on uh, when it comes out. Mm-hmm online um but it, i mean it, it does set stuff up just at the very end <laughs> okay. Do you feel like, so yeah. that is my vague review of the oh, marvels i think that was enjoyable okay, yeah. <laughs> thank you yeah. do you feel like with like kamala being like the the youngest one of the group they were able to like bring in her fun gen z yeah, nature she, into everything she really i feel like she really grew into her role since the series mm-hmm. like she felt more developed and very like you like you feel her joy mm. to be present and like, like like she's enjoying it her character's enjoying it so that comes sure. across really strong and her family is still in the film which i thought was really Aww. adorable they were very present mm-hmm. as well like like her her and her family really made this film fun for me like oh so the, her family my family on trip i feel like 
Wait, sorry, what? Do you feel like her family got like a big like push in the movie in terms of like bigger moments yeah. happening with them too? No, they did. Especially, oh. they especially mom did. is what I hear. They I did. like that. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought they were going to do some kind of like definitely side helped snap, with why right? I'm saying it's fun nice. is because they brought a lot of fun to it. That family um, dynamic was, was very fun on the on the series, so I could yeah. see it being a, mm-hmm. <laughs> a TV highlight show, yeah. of yep, the movie. Yep, yep, <laughs> definitely, definitely a big factor in why it was it was a it was a good experience overall because they had that, this human element brought Mm. to the equation. Um, I don't know if this links up with Loki at all. I don't think it does. Mm -hmm. If it does, then I missed the ball. I don't know. I mean, unless it showed him holding that, 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 well, I'm not going to, I mean, Ray, am I okay to say more than, than that? I you can say whatever you want about Loki. (laughs) Was there like a big tree? At some point with no. like tendrils, like a sig drill. No, because this no what right. as long as you didn't see anything like no. with like green threads around it, he probably no. wasn't done this film. <laughs> it was we were fully looking into the future of Marvel. We were not ah, looking at what was sure. presently happening. We were looking straight ahead into whatever the hell is coming. Okay. Which is going to I mean, okay, in a sense, mm-hmm. yes. I mean, not. I mean, you don't see the t- secret wars. You don't see basically. it, but you know it's there mm-hmm. because you're you're the thing that you're seeing at the end references it without actually showing it. Gotcha. As you're describing it, okay. so yes, but not in a very pronounced way. Okay, all right. But is there? Um, Why does it sound like you were talking about the tree from Attack on Titan? I was like, wait, another <laughs> tree. I no. mean, the intersectionality between uh, trees we just and talked all about this things last week. Is, 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 is pretty close. <gasps> I gotta say. So, oh gosh. So I feel like Disney is Disney in general is really leaning into like developing the character who is evil, who kind of becomes good or evil, or depending on how you look at it, because you know. If we go back in time to when Loki first started, like he's like, I'm going to rule. I'm going to be king. And then, you know, he progressed. He grew. He had experiences. And then he was sort of. He gets his wish eventually. Mm, He does. Yeah. Burden with uh, mm -hmm. (laughs) purpose and power. Mm hmm. Um, Marlon, since since you've seen the full thing, did you. Was was there a point where you stopped being kind of like meh about this Loki series? I will say, I think the moment, the last 10 minutes of the last episode was really the highlight for me. Because it was literally just like, (laughs) oh, this is what you were trying to do? And I'm like, oh, snap. This is actually kind of good, but I'm like, you've only given me 10 minutes of this last episode to be like, look at this beautiful tapestry we weave. Yeah. <laughs> and oh I'm like, God. oh, come on, y'all. Y'all could have given me this. Because now I'm, I'm enjoying this storytelling component and it has a really fun ending. But I'm like, you, you like waited. You, you just waited so long. It's like, you're about to finish. Here's the best part you're gonna want to look at and it's like just 10 minutes long and it's over and i'm like well here you are i I think that right it's gonna be a minute before they tie his ending in um i mean they're they're like taking a bunch of like stuff off the the block currently or moving it back so they're definitely gonna be a while before they can connect back to what happened in loki so they have time to figure out how they're gonna backfill any other things but yeah the, the last 10 minutes i was like this is what I should have seen earlier. Had I just given up one episode or sooner, I would have missed this. This was right. really so, fun to watch. So for, for more context, so for more context, 
uh, Loki, over the course of the final episode, um, realizes that he, you know, he's trying to help all the people do the things they knew they need to do to save the timeline. And he thinks if he go since eventually he learns how to how to how to travel through time on his own without having to like you know do anything crazy about it. No watches. Um, but as he keeps doing it, he literally takes like an eons to learn something, which is like, <laughs> like, like he had time to do all these things. As as <laughs> okay, um, that's the time. And so eventually, his great lesson is that he learn he realizes that he is the person who has to fix the timeline. He can't really expect people to do something that he himself as a God has the power to do. And he has to like mm-hmm. go through this long process of realizing this about himself because he's been, you know, not the guy for so long that he realized like, Oh, it's me. I'm the solution. Um, so that moment, as Marlon said, those 10 minutes was really satisfying. Oh, no. And like, <laughs> and the best part is like, they start you off with the first big major claim he makes. My name is Loki and I'm destined for great and I'm destined for great things. You know, I am burdened with the gift of great power and control. And like he plays that like in a loop and then he goes back and then you find out that, you know, you, you hear a story, an amazing story about Mobius and the Ravencroft chick where like he tells him like, hey, Mobius, how do you make a hard decision? Because he's like... I don't know who to, who to talk to. Let me go back in time to when I, to season one, when I'm first getting interrogated and he asks him like, how do you make a tough decision? And Mobius tells him at a time where Mobius was working with Ravencroft in the field, like erasing people. And they came to this like eight year old boy and he was like, I couldn't do it. And so I quit, but you know who did do it? She did. And she got to like get up higher, but she never forgot what she did. Like she had to be burdened with that knowledge. And I knew I had to step away because I wasn't the person to pull that, you know, that trigger or make a decision. And I think about it all the time. And Loki's like, all right, I'm going to have to pull that trigger or like, I just, I have to keep doing this. And you kind of, and they keep playing back the audio and then they play his first theme song when he first appeared in his, and his outfit changing his horns got big. So they tie it in all these things that make this a cool moment but it's in the last 10 minutes and you're just kind of like i waited forever and this is it and he's like walking through the time stream his cloak gets longer his horns jut out of his forehead he turns everything green and he finally has a throne very much like thanos in the middle of space just holding all the timelines in both hands and you're like oh that's that's cool all this leading up to this moment was cool, but I'm burdened with the knowledge of what the last six other episodes were. <laughs> That's my burden, Loki. I'm burdened with that knowledge. Yeah. Holy. But again, like this is, they have a lot of, of other projects coming up. We'll see the connected. I mean, they have what Ironheart, Agatha, and the Coven of Chaos coming up, and we'll see if they decide to tie them in, but I, I don't see that an echo is mm-hmm. going to be a flash in the pan unfortunately it's time to call it <laughs> time of death the, the <laughs> it's like, call it dr ray coming uh, in checking the pulse mcu's dead like let it go it's okay um, you don't have to have it there was a time where we lived life without it <laughs> you don't need to keep holding on to it we didn't have it. we can live without it 
When we thought DC movies were cool, like, man, this is cool. What? Man of Steel, cool. Let it go. Every all great things come to an end. Oh, they're gonna oh, keep gosh. swinging. I mean, they're, they're all and Ray. They're also doing that thing we talked about years ago, where we were like, "Is Disney ever gonna go ahead and make a mature R-rated show?" And they kind of teased us with that. But Daredevil, they're saying, is gonna be like really bloody, Raymond. And we were talking about is Disney gonna pull that plug and become an adult place to have this product? And they're saying they're gonna go for it. <laughs> Midnight all over again. Didn't Disney fully purchase Hulu? Like they own a hundred percent of it now. Maybe, but they're advertising Daredevil two on as a Disney Plus original. Mm. But aren't they going to merge? I'm saying I heard they were going to merge. What? Now that they own, kind of talking about it. What I heard some after it was finally acquired. uh, Yeah, I don't know how the hell that would work. Right. All the FX shows. Mm. Well, that's Disney. Disney, Disney started distributing anime. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. They got these deals with all the Hulu's got these deals with all, all these things. That's true. Yeah. I just don't like it. We're getting some, maybe some uh, Disney anime out of that. Honestly, it might be a, a benefit there, but Disney anime. I mean, they have the money. It's Dark just they need to just do contracts. You'll find out. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't want to see like some. I just hope that if there is going to be, if that's going to be their next move, and since they are absorbing Hulu <sighs> and they see the the like Hulu has an excellent anime section and they have big fans on there, if they're like, hmm we can work with this and they start making Disney original anime, like how Netflix does mm-hmm. that. Like, cause Netflix is doing that very well. They have oh, an excellent anime hits on that. Uh, department. A lot of traffic it. going that way. But if Disney tries to do it, Oh, that's, It'll happen that's really interesting. We'll see. I mean, they got some, some stuff. I mean, they, they got like, you know, what if season two coming out as well? That's uh, true. They, That's true. Hit, they also have Percy Jackson. They're trying to hit anything. They're doing that Percy Jackson reboot. I, I will be watching the that. series? Yeah. I'm going to check that out because if Rick, if, if Rick is, if he was the one that was like, I hated the movie. I didn't want no one to reboot it, but this time we're going to make it the way I want it as a TV show. I'm going to be like, okay, Rick, well, I mean, you wrote the books. I the trust best you. Part is I they're all children and like. not like adults playing children. True. Like in the movie, where I'm like, that is clearly a grown ass woman playing this teenage girl. <laughs> this is Gosh, it was so bad. They didn't have anything from the book in that movie. That's why I was like, this is a person. Like, in but what in world? Movie, they have everything from the book. Like, in what world is Camp Mudlands or whatever the camp is called run by just <laughs> 25 year olds <laughs> out here in this fucking woods? <laughs> This CW ass version <laughs> of <laughs> Percy Jackson. Oh, CW. <laughs> Gosh. Now they have actual kids who look in the face like children, so that might honestly help them be a right. bit, bit more uh, true to the material. They're children starring as kids. children. And there's some pretty good big actors playing like big important gods on the show. I'm actually looking really forward to the Edge, you know, the wrestler, the Edge, he's playing Aries. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he fits he's, that perfectly. I, I want to see that. That man has been waiting for a minute to hit a big a big lick like this. Like, it's always been The Rock or yes. John Cena, but 
my boy Ed. She, even David Tisa. Yeah, Tisa, he waited Edge. out and he he oh he got it. He's in here now. Yeah. So as much as I try to cancel my Disney, I'm like I'm gonna give Percy Jackson a shot, and then if that's if that's not it, okay, bye Disney. I I don't need you, and I will just hold on to Hulu a little longer before they disappear. Oh Lord, that makes me so sad. Bye bye. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of reboots that are going to be dropping soon, especially with that with that Avatar reboot coming out too. Yeah, we can actually talk about that. Uh, Netflix Geek, which is like the hub spot of like Netflix announcing all the cool animated and geekified oh, yeah. shows coming out totally on our wheelhouse. They had a, a thing last week that announced a bunch of new things that are coming out in this month, next month, as well as 2024. Um, we can go down that list. February um, 22nd. I know for myself, yes. We start with the biggest and the best, which is Avatar The Last Airbender, Last Airbender the live action show, which they have been working on this for, that is, for years. That was not how the Geek presentation did it. They hung on to Avatar until <laughs> the did. very, very end. <laughs> 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 you gotta wait for this. You, gotta, yep, you know what's going to watch through through everything like, else first. I was like, please <laughs> talk about it. It's like, nope, we're not getting there. Mm-hmm. We're not getting it, there. Okay, now we're not. It <laughs> actually looks really nice like the look felt actually pretty right um Mm -hmm. so that's that's positive plus uh that's that's something eming also described about the marvels was that it looked really nice and the content did not get there so Mm -hmm. we still need to wait and see uh what they well how this finishes out but it did actually look kind of nice and like hearing the hearing the song with it i was like okay you got me excited but right i did i <laughs> i fooled me once uh <laughs> so don't get you me one piece had a nice touch to it that worked uh yeah I, but you know but. it wasn't perfect but it was actually pretty strong so yeah. I, that's i'm hoping that energy is is what's happening but we'll see it's probably gonna be not very good i mean hey if let's let's be real here this has been a turning point in the netflix uh adaptation that that one piece came out and it was very okay which was surprising but, even to like people like all right they actually that was okay right. it wasn't but bad. i raise you the bar isn't high i raise you Andor. i raise you Andor. they could do a very great product that i will respect a long time but they can still have a yeah. downhill path after that so here's something netflix is like raise yo benchmark. if we get if we get if this avatar one hits we can do anything we want and that's true i agree with that statement they can do anything if they get this one hits uh, but I mean, you know, we've seen The Witcher too. It has oh had its heyday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, Thank you. It's just great for Avatar. And Cowboy Bebop, we're not going to forget about that hey, either. You know like, what? That's the one I'll slightly defend, if I'm being honest. What? What's no. that? Oh, I only said slightly. I only said slightly. No. I won't no, completely I'm defend like, Cowboy Bebop. This. This looks amazing and it feels amazing. But again, when this is dropped and we start watching it, mm-hmm. I am very curious if they're going to do like One Piece where, you know, we're following a story that's from the anime, but then the adaptation part kicks in, whether they may add 
something different or they might add more characterization. And then are we going to be okay with that? Is that something we can accept in this adaptation world? My thing is, this is the first quote unquote season one. And this is where we have to pay attention to how they set the this world mm-hmm. with uh, the characters, the environment, the power structure, how things work in this show. Because it's not going to be the same in the anime. I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay is after you said it, you cannot break that. Like if you go down later on in the season and it's like now they're doing stuff that that's so out of character from season one, I'm going to be mad. Like if that happens in within the same season, I'm like, nah, this doesn't work for me because I'm tired of seeing that adaptation of the writer says this and then the character turns around and doesn't do it. I'm like, but you said that's like their thing. Why is it not that thing? We forgot you know, so I mean. that's my only skeptical thing about these lot of adaptations because they just, I don't know, I think it's because they have too many writers or too many uh, showrunners. That's the thing. They have too many showrunners or whoever putting their hands on everything. And that's why I mean, the story isn't too that many is better than acceptable none for me. Marvel sense. Uh, <laughs> Keep going back to Marvel. <laughs> well, no, um, I, you know, I think to like answer the question, I think they probably would stick to. The source material because it's already been done and already a cash cow i think for the most part they maybe might change up like some some of like the military aspects or maybe some of the non-romance make it a bit more romance maybe find ways to lengthen the series maybe make book one not one season maybe make book one two seasons so that they can stretch each book to be two seasons apiece. I, I hope not. I mean, I hope not too, but I could be like, oh, let's let's try doing half of book one in this first season and see if it picks up. And then if it picks up, let's finish the other half and like tease it along to like get people invested more. But we'll see. I, I, I think that they're, they're, I, they're kind of like, hey, let's just stick to what they have and, or maybe add some more. But that's something. Oh, man. They, they're going to change it. <laughs> They've changed all the rest of yeah. these. Like, none of the rest of them are exactly the same. Exactly okay, how I feel. okay, on that note, what would you be? What would you fear that they would change? Um. Well, that's the that's for season one in particular. Uh, the biggest thing is because season one is the less like story one story driven than a lot of than the other two seasons mm-hmm. it's a little mm-hmm. more open and like a lot of a lot of random quest, a little random adventure episodes there's a lot of those in season one um right. so one of the things is not having enough of those uh like moments because they gotta that's the if they do anything wrong they're gonna lose the levity that is in a lot of avatar especially the first season there's a lot of good levity uh, just like they, yeah, there's a lot of shit that goes down, and it's a dark world. But like, Aang tries to bring happiness every time he can. So like, I need them to. I need still. I need Aang to still be a goofball. Like, if Aang's not a goofball, I was gonna say that too. That's gonna He's be a goofy. problem. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this that the actor better be ready to bring his his strong goof energy. Uh. <laughs> but. <laughs> And then the other thing is the action. If the action's not any good, then it's it's just gonna fall flat. Sure the fight team gotta look good. Just like the One Piece. Yeah. Didn't you say the that one Merlin about how that was current. handled? I mean, I, I think there's only one yeah. good One Piece fight, and that was when Sanji and Zoro were doing something. And the Sanji right. uh, 
actor had decided to take kickboxing classes so he could do his own stunts. And I thank him for that because I, I was thinking to myself, if they can't get this man to fight for real, it's going to be so choppy. But his fight was actually really well choreographed. Um, but I think to like your point, Ray, um, there were 20 episodes in the first book of, of Avatar uh, for that first book. And they only have 10 episodes for this one. Yeah. So they, yeah, I, I think I, they're what? probably, they're probably longer episodes like One Piece was. That's true. Uh, I hope so. But I also, I hope not because uh, some of those episodes, they needed to be, we needed shorter, more episodes because that, like, some of those stories didn't need to be that long. Mm. You imagine them dragging out some of these stories, like, that they do like action. a little bit longer than they need to and in live action like mm. i just can't imagine it working it as well it's not gonna hit well yeah, yeah. well really, uh, so around. i mean there's That's there's the there's the two-part episodes and the ones that could do use some energy like that uh like the first time he goes to talk to roku and oh yeah we had the, the winter solstice yeah, uh, yeah, the Winter Solstice that needs that needs to be two episodes. So then you're losing mm-hmm. even more time. Uh, maybe not two episodes. Maybe that that it would move too fast in one. Also, mm-hmm. so that's fair. Probably two episodes. So that's you said ten episodes. Yeah, so they yeah, have 10. the first episode because you know they're gonna do the opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna probably feel a little too long, but that's fine. And then you need a second episode where. That's probably a combination of plot lines mm-hmm. of uh, they could honestly do like them getting attacked on the road somewhere and go to the Northern Water Air Temple and like the fourth, the second episode. True, mm-hmm. because uh, you got to go to the Northern Air Temple and see what have him see what happened to the and go go, go Avatar State all upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what else? There's that one. We, we know that they're going to figure out how to fit in jet. Yes. We oh have yeah. To do the yeah. They have to do Kyoshi Warriors. They are they going to skip Jet? They might skip Jet, or they, or they might skip King Omashu because King Omashu is episode five. Oh, but I love Omashu. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they might. They'll probably skip him. Like, there's a lot of things they're going to have to skip. Movie, gonna, but like, yeah, they might have to like uh, really go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's going to be tough. There's no way there's not changes. Mm-hmm. In, like there will be changes. Sure. There will be plot lines not there. There will be things because they're not going to drag. I don't. I also don't see them dragging this out into two seasons. So mm. book one. That would be Netflix isn't going to want If it's not going to want If it's not going to work out, Netflix. How many things that Netflix has produced has gone? What's the average amount of seasons for, a, for their things that they produce? For an adaptation for or for a Netflix? A, show? An original IP Netflix show. An original mm-hmm. IP. Oof. Even three, these adaptations. Even count adapta- those two, uh, both three, of them. Three to four. Three to four, But right? mostly three. I would say the yeah. average is three. I would say two to four at this point. I feel like they've been like not giving a lot of shows second seasons recently. Like if it's like I a show that's that. been like... Because or, or, Lupin is in fourth season, which is, they already passed the two-season mark. I feel like they've like... Yeah. There's a lot of You is on shows. five? Hmm? You was about yeah, to be five. 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 Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything that was recently that dropped, but I'm thinking of a lot of their current shows are, are like long-standing shows that have been around for a minute. Sure. And so you're saying three. I mean, if they don't drag it out, 
they're not going to be on One Piece for I like we're questioning how long are y'all committing to One Piece? Let's be yeah, real. Avatar is easy to commit three seasons to. Like it's really you know easy to just commit three like seasons. Like to. One more that season still confuses me like, to this day because I'm like y'all. This anime has over a thousand episodes, and humans don't live yeah. that long. So all these they're people are going to get old. They're going to age out. They're going to have to change. They're it. not committing to One Piece. Why would you do what season? That's why I don't understand why it was a live action. Yeah, I don't but like y'all. Everyone's going to get like you, you. You can't pull a Harry Potter and keep these people around. Luffy's going to be forty-five forever. At some point, it's not going to be able to be Luffy anymore. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so good question. Mm-hmm. about what the Sabotage show is going to be. We've talked around it a while, but uh, there was a lot of other cool stuff that they announced that yeah. was fun. Uh, I like the Terminator like animated series honestly. that they announced. <laughs> Those were two different responses. Uh, yes, and yes. Yeah, were you surprised to see a Terminator uh, oh, anime? Yeah, definitely. I, oh I saw that, and God, I was like... That was a wild well, choice. Know, from the... <laughs> The geek, the Netflix geek, a few months ago, ha- had hinted of a lot of video game adaptation anime, like Tomb Raider and yeah. uh, Devil May Cry. And, so with uh, this Scott turn, Pilgrim. I was not expecting, yeah, and Scott Pilgrim. So to see that Terminator is also getting into the anime, this could be a hit or miss because I think Terminator <laughs> is a great story mm. for an anime format. You can go pretty hard in the anime. Yeah, Come actually, on, you know. so you I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Hopi about this one, best, but I, I'm also biased because <laughs> yes. I will, when when Terminator's done right, I'm a bit, I will love Terminator yes. uh, world. Yes. Uh, but um, also, you're right. Terminator has been done wrong plenty of times, so like it is hit nice. miss. I I can't argue that it's not Literally, a hit miss. Nothing in between. It will Just hit yes or, no. or it will miss. <laughs> like that is yeah. Uh, but anime animated series with an anime style that's something Mm. that actually sounds like it could work uh can they also fail like absolutely so yes if you want any more feedback the the anime series will be executive produced by skydance japan animation studios ig and matson tomlin matson was a showrunner for the series and purely wrote for Project Power, starring Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The film where they took pills to get superpowers is kind of like Adderall. Oh, I remember that. So we'll none see. Of the, uh, um, we'll none see. of the Castlevania <laughs> people are on this. Um, I'm not getting a lot. But I'm about to look that up. Yeah, I'll check it out. But yeah, it's they said the but they said the series is going to be directed by the dude who works on the Bleach franchise. So the director. Uh, uh, Masashi Kudo. So Kudo, yeah, it's Kudo. He's working with Kudo, but he's also working with the Tomlin guy. So I'm sorry, Kudo has great. He has great experience in that anime, uh, making it good and making the action and story. Like he is good at that. But the other guy, I'm not sure about. So yes, we're just back to this will be a hit or miss. It's gonna be a hit or miss. Uh, (laughs) But I'm excited to see. That's something that I'm like this. This could be something, but yeah. It's going to be eight episodes, though. I don't like that number, but eight episodes. Uh, that's fine. Right. That means that, that, that means uh, uh, we'll get straight that. to the point, kind of like Castlevania. Like, and that yeah, style has worked. True. That is very true. That style um, has worked. Yeah, we have, and then of course we have Devil May Cry. Uh, which is getting have, the Castlevania treatment, which honestly, that one I do feel kind of good about. hype. 
I was like, okay, here so- we go. We're, we're hitting some good shit. Castlevania <laughs> let it off, and now we're going to Devil May Cry? This is when I feel like Ray in this situation. Sure. I've seen Devil May Cry good and bad. And so, I mean, I that was my game when I was younger. I am so into the story and characters. But to hear it as an anime, I was like, this is a hit or miss. Oh, yeah. you, can, you can mess this up so easily hey, by making it very early. I trust the people that, that, that brought us Castlevania. I do too, like, but who's if, writing if they can it do is what right, I care about. I think this is this is gonna be done. Like it's and again, this is a game that, that has some of the craziest chain combos in the air. True. And we, if you remember, we were hyped about Belmont fighting the Avatar of Death, going up a giant skeleton yeah, and fighting God scene. essentially. I am picturing the crazy Nephilim d- devil fights we're going to get are going to be off the t- in the sound quality. Yeah, when he goes devil trigger and stuff. Oh, gosh, that's going to feel great. But I'm still like, eh, <laughs> I-, I need to see some clips and then I can feel better because I'm know. just like, this is a very touchy uh, franchise that have been done dirty for the past 15 years. Oh, hold on. If this Not is completely. the revival we need. Devil May Cry Not 5 completely. was a great game. I mean, yeah, Beautiful. but like, that's all we got. There was nothing like added to it. I felt like if it was so great, we should have had more to that. It there, but there wasn't. And like in the video game series, I don't know what's happening in that area. Like that was it. So the anime, hey, maybe he this is the revival we can get a new game. He saves the yeah. world. That's why there's nothing else because he he's done. Saves the world, he's though. finished. Demons are dead. It's never done. You have spinoffs. You have people stories. This that's is that's, 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 that's not true. Dante, Dante's hype. Dante is forever. Like, but hey, it goes great. I'm hoping this means a new game, new stuff. Awesome, mm-hmm. but. I'm just, I've been burned before with that story. And I'm like, oh, yes. Because mm-hmm. that's okay. what, that was the problem with the first anime was it, it yeah, didn't, so it didn't just, yeah. it didn't just follow the story. Uh, yeah. And if they had just followed the story instead of just trying to do Dante Adventure of the Week, like, it would have been yeah. better. But trying to do Dante Adventure of the Week was what it felt like, mm. at least the first couple of episodes I saw. But the, there's no stakes yeah. with Dante. Like he's, have you played his games? Like he is, he is literally a god. I'm not afraid of him he's ever the losing. Man in the moment, like all the time. And I guess <laughs> to an extent, that's the Castlevania show too. Is like, yeah. Alucard is just so broken. Like, what am I afraid of him dying? But like, <laughs> the story is there, so like, I'm down. Mm-hmm. And I think the story of Devil May Cry is strong when it really wants to be. Oh yeah. But, they just need to like do that story again, and then it'll be interesting. It's a it's but an we'll anime ass story. Like, what do you my what, what do you mean? I'm descended from a demon? <laughs> like, oh great, that's a, that's a typical anime story right there. Oh, that's <laughs> that's why I can do all this crazy shit. It like, yeah, me, this is like I can you I can play a sword like again. a guitar. <laughs> yeah, which is Speaking also getting its own life. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Switch, that also was nominated as another live-action adaptation that's happening on Netflix. December 14th. Uh, <laughs> that's coming out next month. Um, Spirit Gun. I just don't know, y'all, but hey, it's out there. Go watch Kat, it if Kat, you want to. Here's the thing, Kat. I didn't ask Kat, this. Here's, Kat, Kat, here's all I need. I, it could be dog shit. 
all I need is for them to do the opening song and like make it yes. rip as hard as it did like at 6 p.m. when I watched it on Joel PM. I want that opening that's all I'm looking for. That's all I need. Mm. Bombshell to come up there and just and everybody else trash. I don't mind. I just want a new theme song, but like new as in like the beats and the and the trebles are higher and can like I, can I do that? I just want something fun like that. That's that's honestly all I care. I know it's going to be bad. They can't do Kuwabara. Kuwabara can't hold a flaming sword. It looks dumb. They can't they can't CG make that Live look action? interesting. Yeah, that's. There's a cat demon. There's a giant cat demon that he fights with the, with the, with the giant sword. <laughs> Not just that, he fights the giant cat demon with the giant sword, and the floor's lava. It's just happened from pillar to pillar. It's gonna look Kobar's like Spy man. Kids all over again. It's gonna look, he's, Don't you love Spy Kids? Oh God, <laughs> Spy Kids! That took me back. <laughs> Watching that now, all that CG is nightmarish. Those those thumbs. How did we let that slide as a society? How? It was the, it was the time it was of the moment. The it, was, it was the time were of that time. Jarringly bad. Gosh, um, spy kids. Out. Mm-hmm. They should yeah. really man. Why don't they do Spy Family? That I think would be a way did. better adaptation to do. Well, no, you're right. <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing, Gray. You're speaking out of existence. They did. Let's wait <laughs> one year from now. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> That's true. Cute fun story. The director. Uh, was always away from his kids for like the first three like Spy Kids film, and so when he did like the like the the last one, the last Spy Kids is basically a recap of all the other Spy Kids story told a second time. But he the director did it with his son, who he has a credit on the film because he wanted to shoot a film with him to show him how much he loved both him and the Spy Kids Aww. project. So he like has a photo of him and his son like just doing like little. Uh, director stuff together and it's like oh this is a cute little full round circle meaning we also will never get another spy kids from this guy ever again though he's like i'm done that's fine we, we don't need <laughs> one of those uh, that's fine but what we do did get, y'all see the pokemon thing yeah i wanted to talk about that too since uh that looks first of all unexpected two gorgeous three it, it has my interest like mm-hmm. what I just want to watch it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to read about it. I don't want to know about. I just want to go. Just go jump in and just watch because it looks amazing. It does. Um, do we know when that comes out? Is that next month? Please say so. Uh, it is coming out. This Pokemon. Pokemon. It's like a. I. It's almost robot chicken looking. Like number blindness. It's like studio. Studio. Pokemon concierge. That's what oh, it, yeah. it comes out for, during Christmas time. Hmm. Yay! And Raymond so is very looks perfect it does for look it. like a <laughs> robot chicken. Robot chicken. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, this is, is this a robot chicken sketch? Is she about to punch this this, this Psyduck in the, in the side of the head? We're saying Psyduck? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I never had a problem with robot chicken's animation. So, like, I, it Same. looks cute <laughs> and nice. Uh, and just silly having silly Pokemon <gasps> uh doing nonsense. And the should be should be nice. And Homegirl from the Boys plays Haru, Kieran Fukuhara. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah she plays That's Kimiko. After getting too many roles where she doesn't speak, now she gets to speak a lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> She's like making Finally. up for the loss of dialogue in other <laughs> <laughs> She said so many quiet roles, it feels so bad. That's so true. Mm-mm. Um, I also want to 
remind that since Netflix does own the Witcher franchise, they do have a new uh, animated uh, thing coming out called The Witcher Sirens of the Deep. It's a, it's a movie, and it's going to take place basically from season one of The Witcher, but it's of the sh- it's the short story that happened in the first book that was titled A Little Sacrifice, and Doug Cockle, who is a voice actor in The Witcher 3, he is going to be uh, Geralt, uh, Geralt in, uh, in this uh, movie, and I'm actually looking forward to that, where now we're getting more of the video game uh, people involved. Because I will say this, I like The Witcher animated movies, to me, besides season one of The Witcher, those are the best Witcher. Because mm. I know it's like the Witcher collection, but I like the animated movies. Live action, that little blood origin, whatever, mm, not really. But if they had just stuck to everything animated, I would have just liked it. Because it, it's easier to to understand the story of the prequel story of why things are happening in you know current day Witcher and stuff. But Cat, you we'll mean see. you didn't like blood uh, origin? You didn't enjoy that, that angsty Twilight yeah. skin on The Witcher oh, World? Oh gosh, it was such a Twilight story. I <laughs> I'm like a werewolf, that I can't be with you. <laughs> the best thing was Michelle Yeoh, and she was in it for like 10 minutes. That was the only thing I really, really liked, because she came, she saw, she slayed. Didn't she start But like... She was she not starring. She was there star. for because she was the most expensive actor. She had to be first. <laughs> well, you mean, else, I was like, who, who are these people? She got hurt and had to go do something off screen until she was she better. Was star Trek, and she went off through a portal and said bye. Yeah, she did. Okay, and then she came back in the end. Like that's what I've been doing, and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's totally a Twilight story. Someday when we have time, I'll go back and be like, hey, you guys, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Let's talk about it because there was some cool things, but most of it, I, I hated it. I was like, why Why was this a show? Why did I waste my time? But this, a little sacrifice, I'm looking forward to seeing this because they have not steered me wrong when it's an animated yeah. Witcher uh, story. And Joy Batter still plays uh, Jasker. Yes. And Yennefer, the same actress yes. as well. So the, so the two voice actors are still the actual actors from the show. So you know what? Consistent. You know what, you guys? Forget finishing The Witcher in live action. Let's just cut our losses and do the rest of the show animated. Why? Henry's gone. I mean, they said, that, was, animated. that show is a big fuck you to Henry, actually. <laughs> oh, poor Henry. Yes. Everyone so else stayed? We could just make this. You can, we'll just, just get the video the game guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Netflix, hello. Like, this could have been you, Henry. <laughs> That's all I need. If Netflix comes to the conclusion in doing that, you know what? I'll come back and watch, but mm. I'm never watching any live action Witcher or anything because I will wait. I'm still waiting for the day I could have that rant in me. That day where I'm like, okay, we're not talking about nothing. Cool. This is the day I go in on the last season of The Witcher. <laughs> I'm waiting. Waiting. Um, was there any other things on here that I remember? Uh, did we want to talk about? Oh yeah, there's the there's, Star Wars ripoff. There's a Star Star Wars parody. Um, Star Wars parody. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> yeah. It, it I mean, is. They should legitimately <laughs> they get sued 
for the they, cannot call something no, Rebel no. Moon and not be like, <laughs> wait, thing, what? Mean, this thing you mean. This dated. movie proves that literally anything could be Star Wars. <laughs> if they could wait with yes. this, anything could be the Star Wars universe. You Disney you better have their lawyers just waiting. <laughs> yeah, waiting. I'm sure it's and I'm sure it's airtight. God. And I bet uh, that like they and honestly, if they oh, didn't want this kind of uh, like I don't know should press have about it, they shouldn't have made it literally Star Wars. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that's on them. Um, oh yeah, it's gosh. Rebel Moon by our boy Zack Snyder. Uh, it is uh, a Netflix movie that is, looks like is maybe Marlon. You said it's part one, so they're part even one, digging into like let's Rebel make Moon, multiple of one, these. A child of fire uh, <laughs> is from the Zack Snyder <laughs> universe. Yeah. Oh my god! It's from the Sorry. Zack Snyder universe <laughs> where uh, he created Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it's and- it's from that universe. Yeah, because remember he they had all those like weird stuff that were like cameos of stuff that he wanted to do in this universe. There was like a time travel movie that almost got referenced there, and like some other that one. I don't know, but like Marlon watched twice. He wasn't in any of those. That was Dave. That was Dave. That was Dave Batista. Was in this. Dave Batista was in Army of the Dead. Yeah, such a bad movie. It was not very great. Uh, so I, that's why I don't have much trust in Rebel Moon, but like, man, is it a Star Wars parody? They have Any lightsabers. They're on a Any sand planet. It's space combat. They they have doing. magic. They they have red and blue <laughs> swords. Uh, they have all sorts of. It's called Rebel Moon. Okay, I will repeat that again for Eming because that is the name of the movie. But I didn't know it was called Part One: A Trial of Fire. I didn't uh, know that part. <laughs> what in the Hunger Games? Like. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, that's gonna be a that comes out next. That comes out next month, you guys. It actually Holy comes shit. out uh, almost a month from now. Well, if you December twenty second, also want to know both parts of Rebel Moon. This is from uh, Polygon talking to Snyder and the gang. There are both parts that are confirmed. So there are two parts to the film Rebel Moon, uh, and they haven't even dropped yet. But they are also getting R-rated extended cuts uh, by. As told oh, to Polygon gosh. by Zack Snyder, which would make the films, both films, 30 minutes longer. Snyder cuts. Amy, you remember that? That time, that, hash, that hashtag's coming back. Now we get Snyder cuts. How do you feel about that? Bring back Wait, the Snyder cut. That's I, coming back in their no Twitter. That's dead. They're never going to do that. They're never going to do that. Never gonna um, never say was never. there any other things as I attempt to change the subject? <laughs> um, I know, like, Millie, Bi- uh, wait, hold Ooh. on. Scott Pilgrim, that just came out this week. Oh, and Cat. And I. Oh, it I, dropped. Yeah. Cat, real quick yeah, before we move out forward. This past Friday. Uh, part yes. two of that Zack Snyder film is called The Scar Giver, and it comes out April 19th, 2024. So, part one <laughs> is Rebel Moon. A Child of Fire, and part two is called The Scar Giver. (laughs) It sounds like Harry Potter. (laughs) It honestly does sound like Harry Potter. (laughs) The first part gives me Game of Thrones, A a Child of Ice and Fire, A Child of Fire, and the second part is like Harry Potter. (laughs) 
<laughs> the Sky Giver. What are these titles? These titles. You know what? That's another Geek Force episode we'll talk about after we see this movie. Because I think we're going to just have a whole Geek Force episode where we just talk about the movie. Because it's just, it's already getting me upset. And I haven't even seen the official trailer yet. Um, What's the synopsis? But yeah, <laughs> I haven't even read the synopsis. I I just know Star Star Wars. Let me find it. It has to exist. There's a girl. Is she supposed to be Luke? When a peaceful settlement yeah. on the edge of a distant moon oh, finds itself threatened by the armies of a tyrannical ruling force, a mysterious stranger living among its villagers becomes their best hope for survival. Obi Wan. This film is two hours and thirteen <laughs> minutes long, and it's part one. Two hours? Two hours and 13 minutes long. Sounds almost a little like Dune, too, which is weird. Um, But anyway, Scott Pilgrim came out this uh, past week, uh, this Friday. Uh, It is eight episodes. Highly, highly recommend, especially if you love the comics, if you love the movie. This is like top tier A-plus anime show. The music is incredible, of course. Um... I feel like I'm going to watch it in English and Japanese because I'm very curious of like hmm. just to see because the design is so anime. I'm like, I I actually do want to just watch it in Japanese to see how the tone feels um, after I'm when I have time to do so. But yeah, that just came out. That was announced on Geek, uh, Netflix Geek. And um, yeah, that's already to me already. They did the damn thing hmm. on that. Um, and then lastly, our girl Millie. Bobby Brown is on a movie called Damsel that mm. has what what is really interesting because I think it's about she is like captured or something and she uh, has to like fight her way out but because she's captured she's the damsel but it's like layers to how she's supposed to get herself out of that situation I wasn't going to look into it but then I saw that Angela Bassett was in it and I was like okay I'm curious now I, I kind of want to watch this because mm. Angela Bassett that's all. That's all. You got me on her. I want to learn more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I have on my side of Netflix. If you guys want to talk about the games, I'm not really into gaming on Netflix. So I know like they were really happy that they were going to bring Hades to Netflix gaming, which I don't know how that's going to work, but okay. Um, they also have a, a few... Um, they, these games were like anime, but they're coming to Netflix uh, as well as new games. And I, I am, I am actually very curious in how Netflix is doing well in their gaming. Mm-hmm. I guess it's doing well because they're they're acquiring bigger games. How do you play games on Netflix? I don't even know that either. Oh, you, uh, it's for so the it's, younger it's crowd, cat. <laughs> no, so. It's like if you have like a tablet that you watch TV ladies. on, the tablet okay. has mm-hmm. an app section. So if you have a tablet or like a device you can display on your phone, you could play the games on your phone or on a tablet, but not on your TV. Well, I think there are some TV games. Yeah, the perfect combination. There are some TV games as well, but for a lot of their mobile like games that you see advertised, those are going to be on a tablet or a phone. Oh, okay. I I felt very old asking that. I don't care, but man, I didn't know. Oh, I do. Ray Fisher is in this. Oh, really? He's in Rebel Moon. Who? Yeah. Who is? Cyborg. Wait. Ray Fisher is in this. Wait. <laughs> I'm like, I, did, I, did, I do remember seeing pieces. him. <laughs> I do remember seeing him in that trailer, actually. I'm like, wait a minute. Who's the black guy? What? Is that Cyborg? <laughs> <laughs> He's 
like, I got you, bro. Come be in my new movie. Forget Warner Brothers. Damn, sorry. Go back <laughs> to your saying. I'm, I'm, I'm going on this oh, side of hole now. I, I just noticed, this is my last thing about this week, but uh, I know you guys like Cobra Kai, but there's a new show that they are releasing on November 3rd called Obliterated. Um, it's about a story of an elite special force team who are trying to prevent a deadly threat to Las Vegas. Hmm. I have not seen the trailer, but I see that listed. So I know every year Cobra Kai usually comes out around this time of year, but it's not. So maybe this is like a little taste of that that used to be here. Sampling. Um, okay. But that's coming out next, not next week, but the week after for to check out. And that's it for me. There's plenty more. I would just say go check out the website. Check out YouTube of all the trailers. There's so much. They're going to have another week in, in in the future and by then it will be closer to avatar and we can talk more about that because that's again the most excited thing on the lineup in february that's not far that's not far i'm so excited come on now november literally went in a week no you saw how fast november went by it's about to be december it's about to be february tomorrow like no, it's not. Can we get yes. through Thanksgiving first? Aiming, aiming, aiming. You know how time works, aiming. It's November, then you turn around and it's February. You no. can't turn exactly. in the month of November. You can't turn, turn because around. the equator is going to too fast, and you travel through time. I so love Superman. My birthday, cool. I want to stay young. Yeah, <laughs> you get to go to your birthday every leap year is when you get to have a birthday. And that's how time works. Leap year. That's why it exists. That's true. Next year is a leap year too. Mm. There you go. Uh, but that's it for me on Netflix. Keep. Uh, also, what was nominated or nominated? Speaking of nominees, last uh, week the Game Awards finally announced their official nominees. If you remember our episode last time or two episodes ago, we kind of were talking about Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. What would be the possibilities? We got our wish, you guys. Uh, Game Awards just announced the long list, and now we're here to talk about all the things that were on the list. Like we were right, we were wrong, what was missing. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's get so into we got it, so. Alan Wake. Yeah, we got Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Spider Man two, Resident Evil four, Super Mario Bros. Wonders, and of course, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom are our six Game of the Year nominees. So Baldur's Gate. Who do you think is gonna win? <laughs> I I'll, mean, me personally, I voted for Baldur's Gate. It should. That's that's what I personally but, voted for. Hero, the hero time. The hero time. It's gonna be tough. We haven't picked Zelda. Tears Kingdom was a was a fun game. Time never fails. That's why I said it's gonna be tough between that and Baldur's Gate. I think those are the two top contenders uh, that are vying for that. I mean, Baldur's Gate is nominated for everything else. So if they don't get that, it's like, hey, you got nominated for a bunch of other things because that's what the Oscars does. What do you think, Um, Eming? What is one thing? Yeah, what do you think, Eming? Alan Wake two. Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man, Resident Evil, Mario, or Zelda? Whichever one has the most general appeal, I think will win. <laughs> that sounds like... Which I think is would be Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you saw you were going to say Zelda. I mean, Elder, Elden Ring has won a Game of the Year award. Yeah. But, and I don't know if that game has... It did have wide appeal. Alright, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Alright, Zelda wins. So you mean just 
on board. <laughs> Dang, they my team. Wait, no, Hooray. I mean, it is my team, though, and they definitely can get <laughs> pretty far out there. And I think that Baldur's Gate comes to Xbox, what, in, like, next week? Or hasn't come to Xbox yet, yeah. so it definitely hasn't... Yeah, it is very soon. soon. So it hasn't spread that fast, so um, you, it, it, might, it, it might have it based on just distribution. What game did you guys were, were not expecting to be on this list? That I was not expecting? Yeah. Maybe Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. But it's a remake, I, heard, isn't it? I did hear it was good. It's, yeah, it's it, a remake. I mean, I watched a bunch of my friends play it. It's Same. a good remake. They did it way better, but I would have not thought Game of the Year worthy. Well, I mean, there but, was enough stinkers that ended up some of these big games that were supposed to maybe mm. be in this spot, like yeah. Starfield or mm. um, Starfield, or some other game that I I'm had. Sorry. Even Armor Core, Jedi Survivor, Yeah, I was surprised that uh, there a was just a lot of games that could have had this spot. I was surprised that a remake qualifies for this nomination since it's just like a repeated game, just upgraded more. Same. Are there any changes to it though, or just like we just modified it so it looks? There's a lot of changes. Yeah, came out. But I, feel like yeah. it, I don't, I don't some... see why I should be disqualified for being a remake personally. Well, only because like that means yeah. this game would have been voted on two times now. Sure, they remade the game, and people still thought it was better than everything else that came out that year. <laughs> that's sad. That's how that's bad true. the options are. You're right. You're right. You're like, right. that's how bad it is. Give right, it that's like Hollywood, if you ask me. That is, honestly, uh-huh. that is more of a critique on the state of gaming. You're right. You're right. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> but I will say that there, the this is a fine segue towards like this game of the year. This game awards has had. Maybe it's because it's getting bigger and it's hitting that wide yeah. appeal. It's it's making some mistakes here and there. Mm-hmm. And so I've, it's the most flack that I've heard for their game awards is this year. Yep. Uh, there mm-hmm. was the there was at least an esports coach that was like, why am I on this list? Uh, and <laughs> there was a and then the, uh, people were mad about Dave the Diver, which uh, which fair. Uh, but it brings up a longer conversation that I've been having with buddies of mine for a long time, too, in the past couple of years. And we might have brought up here because mm-hmm. of that, too, was what does an indie game actually mean? Like, define what does it mean to be an indie game? Uh, and their 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 criteria met was met with adding Dave the Diver to that list. And everyone was like, it's not an indie game, bro. And so I don't know how they settled that one other than... Uh, was there any, like, did they... After people were like, "Why is this on the list?" Did the the, the game awards come out with any like explanation? I don't know as to why. I did not check. I know there was like Clearly a people are I, like I know there was some Twitter so. responses to it. I think, I think someone was. was like, "Oh, we felt like this game fit within the spirit of indie." And because, like, oh, this game has the spirit of an independent game, which is also why they didn't put Larian Studios in this. Because, like, oh, Larian, technically, it's like, yeah, it's independent, but it's not. It's like, this game is, like, from from an IP that has already existed. So they're building off of a growing franchise. So it doesn't fit within the spirit of indie games. Which, again, everyone's like... That's subjective, then. Like you just, just, you can, yeah. Like those, those aren't yeah. rules. Those are just feelings. <laughs> I, I think this is this is me being like using my film degree of like how independent films are categorized as far as like animated documentary. All of them are independent. There's independent award shows for independent movies, but the definition of an independent movie is because it was 
like it was raised with funds. It's not directly like, you know, a MGM, MGM film or a Sony film. It's a smaller company that has the certain amount of employees. They had this amount of budget, which is usually a smaller one than like the Hollywood one. And then they, it's usually just on their own. Like you're on their own making it. And I am very curious if, I feel like after this year, they're going to have to do what the Oscars did and reevaluate how they're going to judge and uh, categorize these games for uh, nominations in the future. Because as we say, like this to me, this year was the year where a lot of video games change as far as like genre, how to put out a video game, how do you treat the audience and everything. And I feel like with that, you have to change how games are viewed, especially in a game sense of how to reward them. Um, and independent, like, they're going to have to redefine what that is now because, again, I feel like Larian does fit the independent thing, but they're not going to really categorize, like, they're not going to say yes, but, I mean, Dave the Diver, like, that, it feels like an independent, that is very subjective to, to me. Like, I don't, like, what if I'm like, this doesn't feel like an independent game, like, you know? So, I am wondering if next year they're going to change some things of what are what is being qualified to be nominated. Yeah, they need to at least because that's not that's this isn't the kind of uh, mm-hmm. press they wanted for sure. Oh, not at all. Uh, and it's kind of on them more oh. than it is on anybody else. So yeah. uh, it's also like uh, I think on the bigger. I think it's also like a bigger kind of like look at the gaming industry as a whole. Like Larian, like a not a majority shareholder, but Tencent has you know some shares of, of holding over. Larian Studios as well, and David Diver has another big multi-you know billion-dollar company. It becomes, I think, we need to they need to figure out how to keep the bigger billion-dollar studios away from this category because then you're going to have these big companies dropping these indie games that look indie that are worth billions. And it's like, oh, we these games have the spirit of indie, and they're going to take over that entire category because if you look at best debut indie game compared to best indie game. You see in the best debut indie game, these are indie games for real, for real, that are in this category. And there are two that are, you know, overlapping, but it looks very different. The two, like the, the other uh, nominees in best debut indie game versus best indie game. Yes. It's messy. <laughs> and if uh, this game doesn't even win, I'm going to be like, see, but we'll see. Um, were there are there any categories for yeah? Was there any categories that you are like hoping that a certain game will win? Um, like for me, you know, I love Final Fantasy sixteen. I knew it wasn't going to be game of the year, but I really hope they win for best music. I hope they win for best vocal uh, performance because Ben Star did the damn thing. I know they're having they're nominated for best narrative, but they are going against Baldur's Gate three and Phantom Lily and Alan Wake two and Spider Man two. So I'm like, oh, that's a tough category for me. But I at least hope like sixteen gets at least two awards because they did really well, and I I just want them to be recognized for that. Um, are there any games for you guys? I am in. I am pushing Alan Wake like. It is. I need to finish this. Uh, I need to finish Cyberpunk so I can throw Alan Wake really high up and like to, into the order of things. Because man, was I excited for this game! Uh, but just too much, too many games to play uh, mm-hmm. right now. So 
uh, I'm hoping it has a strong story so that I can report that I want it to win Best Narrative over <laughs> Final Fantasy 16, yes. but haven't played it yet, so <laughs> I can't concentrate on it. But uh, the first game had a real good narrative, and I, that studio has made some fun stuff, so I'm hoping so. Um, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty is on mm-hmm. Best Ongoing Game, I think. Which is an interesting choice. Which is an interesting it's, choice, also. I mean, <laughs> yeah, ongoing. I mean, it was ongoing because every year it was something like, "Hey, so we're fixing it." So I, they're not. I wrong. just thought that this category was a little more limited to games that like our subscription games mm-hmm. and and battle royales yeah. and things like that. And so for it to be, for it to be on this list this year, they are making a choice in how this this list goes going forward. Yes. But uh, <laughs> it's a choice, that's for sure. And I don't know if it's a choice that I would su- suggest them to go down, honestly. But they it's funny. They basically made uh, a category for, hey, who fixed their game after it came out broken in time for the Game Awards? Is this what this yeah. category is going to become now? I I would rather that I just mean, be uh, best uh, best improved game yes. or something like that category. I actually wouldn't be if they had just best if they had that. made that category and then made fun of a bunch of games really fun. That's probably not what they want to present. But oh, like, no. can you imagine how people would talk about this category? They just need to. <laughs> <laughs> do that next year and people will forget about all this controversy this year probably yeah because uh, i mean even the category awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player's experience over time i'm sure I they're mean, like listen, that's true listen technically technically we definitely evolved the experience with our game over time <laughs> so we had to be fit right right yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's a weird choice, but whatever. It, it's the choice they made this year. That's true. Uh, they will Gosh. maybe fix this next year. But best improved game, I would be down to see what that looked like every year. That would be mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, I don't know why that isn't a thing. Uh, who Best performance, I didn't look at very well. I know I saw Jedi Survivor in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Zelda was on here. Did you finish that, Ray? Yeah, I finished Survivor. He... It's in action game also, and yeah. though that that game didn't come out in the best uh, state, where like, but you know, if it had come out in a better state, that game would. Oh no, it's not on action game. Maybe it's on adventure game. But what I see on action game is a game that I am excited to play, which is Remnant Two. Um, mm-hmm. But best action adventure, this is probably Jedi Survivor. Where I saw it, yes, but it's up against Spider-Man and Alan and Legend of Zelda in that category. So like, it's not winning it for sure, but uh, good game. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe his performance will win it. Idris Elba's performance in um, uh, Cyberpunk right now hasn't like blown me away, but he's done good. Um, so I'm hoping there's a, some scenes at the end that I'm like, oh shit, he was really good in this. Um, who else is this? Final Fantasy, Ben Star, like you said. My dude. Uh, Alan I Wake 2's... It. Ooh, I need to play this game to see how well she does. <laughs> Alan Wake 2's protagonist. Uh, and Baldur's Gate. I forgot who Neil Newbin is. Starian. 
Asterian. Oh, well, yeah, he's he needs to be yeah. in this category. And he deserved that. Uh, Yuri Lorenthal is Peter Parker in Spider Man, <clears throat> right? Nobody knows. All right, I'll take it back. But I think Yuri Lowenthal is Peter Parker. Is Yuri do the voice of Peter Parker in the Spider game? Yes, he is. That is correct. Sorry, I'm using my voice. So, Um, yeah. We'll see how those ones go. The the last one I wanted to point out was Best Adaptation. Did y'all see that category? Yeah. it's funny how they've been building this category up over the past couple of years because also it's like actually got some hitters in it. Uh, what do you all think is winning this one? Um, we got Castlevania. We got Gran Turismo. We have The Last of Us. We have the Super the Mario Last Brothers movie. And we have Twisted Metal. I think it's going to be Last of Us. Because- I heard Twisted Metal was actually pretty good. Uh, was that Marlon that said that? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, um, I think Last of Us because it it took us by surprise. Remember, we were a little doubtful for another video game adaptation. As you know, we had that conversation about Netflix. But this was HBO doing it. And um, the fact that so episode one moving forward, they were handling everything differently. You know, this is an adaptation. And they sure. took care to kind of... Yeah. I think they did really well in telling the story the way they did. I, I really appreciate everything they did and um i mean like super Mario movie was great and it was better than i expected as well um but i just feel like last of us just had that extra care to show their story um adapted to tv in such a way that is the soul of the game but like yeah, a, a good pleasure job. to watch on tv yeah so i'm hoping they win but if not that's okay um castlevania like that was great but i i don't think it's i don't think it's like this one, I don't think it's gonna be not like it's not gonna win. Um, and I still need to see Twisted Metal, and I have not seen the Grand Turismo movie, so me neither. But someday, someday. Uh, um, Eming, did you have anything to add to the Game Awards? Um, no, I have not been following that as intensely, but. Hopefully, all your all your hopes and dreams are come through, come true. Wait, wh- when is when is the actual awards? Is that next month? December seventh. Yes, oh, right. December seventh right. is when the Game Awards will come on. Right. I think we didn't we do a a thing last year where we where we like predicted what they would be yes. like to put it on social media. Okay, I we can ba- do that I again. Vaguely remember doing that. <laughs> We can definitely do that again, um, at least for maybe a few categories to kind of, I mean, we have time um, and see. Because, I mean, this is like the Oscars of the video game. So it's like. If, if you guys want to do that, we can do that. If you just send Sweet. me questions. Yes. I'll do like a few. Because I'm like, if I did every category, I'll be like, I don't know this category. I'm just going to guess. Um, but yeah. Uh, anything else we want to add to the docket before we leave? Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming out and talking about all the wonderful things that we talk about today. Listeners, thank you for joining us on this episode and choosing Geek Force as your show of the moment, of the hour, of the day. If you like this episode and you want to stay connected to future episodes, please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, GeekForcePodcast.com. 
Um, until next time, stay cool, stay warm, stay healthy, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.